Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Uh, we are here broadcasting in Rapid City, South Dakota. I'm Jordan Miller here with my co-host, Laura Hawk. Um, and I just uh, was thinking about how, um, you know, with school starting and formation programs starting, and Laura, I just wanted to check in with you about the status of faith formation programs at the yes. cathedral, <laughs> since this is a little bit more of your wheelhouse. Yeah. And just how... Um, yeah, how no, that process has been going. That's for great. You. That's great. Yeah. Um, so it a might lot be a of excitement. Question. No, <laughs> it might no, be exciting. no. It's it's one that I I, I lived up to the Lord. I um, yeah, you know, with COVID and everything, uh, we were shut down um, in the middle part of March last spring, and uh, and uh, and hadn't had a chance to really have any of our typical formation um, through the spring yeah. or in the summer. Uh, but God willing, we are we're pursuing it um, with with safety procedures. But we'll be pproviding a, a weekly night of catechism pieces for our families. Um, we call it Generations of Faith, and we'll be kicking off September 16th with an outdoor barbecue and then leading into our all of our formation, actually. <laughs> all of them? Yes, on September yeah, you wanna, 23rd. you want to touch on some of those? What, yes. what, is, what do we got cooking yeah. here? Yeah, Parish Life is beautiful. <laughs> when you <laughs> when you made reference to juggling the plates, I was like, yes, and that's so I true. Think, I think Father Brian actually gave me that uh, analogy. He yeah. was talking about all the all, All the things down. the staff was going, was, yeah. was happening around here. Yeah, it is. It's a busy place. But uh, in our formation ministry particularly, um, yeah, it's great. We have three team members, and, and we run um, Catechesis of the Good Shepherd for our pre-KK um, aged kids. Mm-hmm. And then um, we do the Spirit of Truth, which is a uh, catechesis curriculum for our elementary. And then once the, the um, youth get into their, their middle school, high school age, is really when I take over as a youth minister. Um, and uh, we run the um, Ed program and life teen for um, middle school high school um, which oh gosh I just yeah just please pray I, I know the world doesn't revolve around me particularly but I just hope that everything can be lived out because yeah. um, life in a parish is so beautiful yeah. um, and I and I miss my kids yeah um, so yeah so thanks for asking Jordan um, yeah. it's been it's been exciting to plan um, but yes now uh, without further ado uh, we would just like to welcome um, Maddie Bratton um, with us here she is a student at um, the University of Mary um, and uh, she should be on the phone welcome Maddie yes I am hello okay, Hi. Beautiful. <laughs> it's great to have you with us thank you for joining us yeah thanks for having me Yes. Now, um, it sounds like from our tease that uh, you kind of uh, loved the Mass but wasn't Catholic. How crazy is that? <laughs> good. Yeah, do you want to do you want to tell uh, tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and, and your journey to the faith? Yeah. Um, so, my boyfriend and his family. Um, well, we've been dating for a while, like five and a half years now. But good. Um, Go. Him and his family kind of introduced me to the church. I went to Mass with them a couple of times, and I enjoyed it. Sure. Was that in I high school or in college? That was would have been in high school okay. when that first started. Um, and I was Lutheran prior to converting, and I was I went to church every weekend. I was like pretty. I was pretty. I was strong in my faith as a Lutheran as well, but just not so much. I didn't really recognize, I guess, the differences in the churches. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I went to Mass a couple times with Nate, is his name, um, and his family. And, yeah, I enjoyed that. And then I ended up um, going to the University of Mary for nursing. And the University of Mary is a Catholic church, which, I mean, that wasn't, like, 
the reason I went there or anything. I went there for the nursing program, but yeah. while I was there, I so, started attending mass. Yeah, it's a um, great Catholic university, um, right? It is. Yeah. It's incredible. It's so great. And yeah, that's a big part of my conversion, actually. So mm. yeah, I started going to mass on campus at the University of Mary, and I just fell in love with it, and I fell in love with the atmosphere of just this Benedictine university and I was like I want to be a part of this like more deeply like our of course I already was a part of it but I was like starting to kind of learn the differences between the Catholic and Lutheran church like the sacrament of communion for example and I, and how highly we regard Mary and I was mm. like I love that like <laughs> I want to dive deeper into that and I really want to like be a part of that and I want to take the sacrament of communion when it's you know blessed by the priest and converted to the body and blood and I was just I don't know I was kind of blown away by the teachings of the Catholic Church and I was like yeah this is what I want this is where I want to be (laughs) yeah well thanks Maddie this is uh, Jordan Miller and Laura Hawk here um, from Rapid City and uh, Maddie's a student at the University of Mary Um, and I just you know wanted to um, even for me you know the university I think plays a big role for the Catholic community, even down here in Rapid City, like we have, uh, I work for the Catholic schools and I, my, this last graduating class, uh, we're sending up a large handful of, of Rapid City kiddos <laughs> up to Bismarck. So, uh, my younger yeah. sister being one of them. So she's super excited to be there. And, um, you know, a good friend of ours, Marianne Hofer, who works for the university and Johnny Hofer yes. who work for the university yes. now are just, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my gosh, I uh, love them. <laughs> yeah. And they're just, I know we take a lot of pride in, in, the, in them and they're good friends of ours. And so it's, it's cool to watch, you know, how, how they've grown at the university in particular and just like what Monsignor say and what the atmosphere can do, um, to those kids, you know, who maybe don't have a, such a strong experience of faith and, um, it sounds kind of like that's what that's what your experience has been is that the um, the culture there um, is definitely alive and and has yeah, you know brought you in. brought you into the into the fullness of the Catholic Church and that's a beautiful thing for you to be sharing with us. Um, but yes. I just want to I know you talked about you were um, Lutheran and I just want to mm-hmm. ask you about you know growing up and um, what did your what did your Lutheran faith like faith life look like for you um, during your childhood? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So I grew up like my family believes in God and whatnot, but they don't necessarily like go to church or really practice their faith that much. Like Mm -hmm. we were kind of like, we'd go to church on Easter and like Christmas, like (laughs) that type of stuff. And like, I went to Sunday school and everything, but like I feel like I didn't really learn that much, I guess. I don't know. Like, I didn't go consistently enough. And so I don't, I still don't really have a great background on, like, the church and, like, education-wise. Like, yeah. I still have a lot to learn, <laughs> basically. <Yeah. laughs> but, and you got a lifetime yeah. to learn it, you know? Like, exactly. So keep, yes. keep going, keep going. <laughs> yeah. But once I got confirmed, as a Lutheran, I would have been a sophomore in high school. And Mm -hmm. just my confirmation process definitely drew me closer to God and to Jesus. And I prayed more. I started like journaling and um, reading different scriptures and things like that. And I just like, I felt really connected 
um, mm. to God. And it was kind of during a difficult, difficult time in my life. So it was just, faith was always something I could kind of lean on. Yeah. So then I, I started going to church more consistently, like every weekend. And I would just kind of go by myself. My family would go with me sometimes and they've always been super supportive. They're just not really, I don't know. They're just not as connected, I guess, as I felt. So yeah, I would kind of go by myself. And then whenever I was staying with Nate and his family, um, we would always go to mass and I really enjoyed that. I didn't, I didn't necessarily feel like I was a part of it though at that time, just cause it was so new when I was like, this is so different. Like, I feel like I'm like an outsider and everything. But as I started going more often, I was like, no, like now I feel like a part of this family. Like I just felt so welcomed, oh, yeah. like very quickly into the church. Yeah. That's great. Um, and you know, you kind of mentioned the part about your, your, your family, you not being as active as you were. Um, mm -hmm. How would you say like, you know, as you started going through the process of becoming Catholic and how would you say your family did with that? You know, were they supportive? Were they not supportive? Were they indifferent? Um, you want yeah, to speak oh into God. that? They, yeah, they were super supportive. Mm -hmm. um, right away I told them, I was like, you know, this is what I want. This is like what I feel called to do. And they didn't really understand it. They're like, I don't get why you have to do that, like to have a stronger faith. Like they thought it was about like, the Catholic Church being, like, better than the Lutheran Church and stuff mm. like that. And I, it took a little bit to kind of get it, get them to understand that that's not at all what it was about. It was just that I, my practice, like, grew stronger through the Catholic Church than it did the Lutheran Church. It's not that mm. either one's better at all. Like, I was, I emphasized that so much. I was like, it's just like, yeah, I just feel like this is right. This just feels right for me. Like, I can't explain it. It's just. It's just what I need to do, and eventually they were completely on board, super supportive, and they were, they came to my confirmation and celebrated with me and were very supportive then, then on. Right away it was tough, but they, it, it didn't take long for them to be super supportive and happy for me. Yeah, yeah, it like um, like you were t touching on like the Lord encounters us and all of His mm -hmm. people in so many different different ways. Um, but shed a little light before um, before we have to take a break on on what it was like when you when you reach the fullness of truth and, and experiencing the Lord through those sacraments like First Holy Communion. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so I feel like I was crying like the entire conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I went up and. Um, I received the sacrament of uh, confirmation, and I was, like, immediately, like, he placed the oils and placed his mm. hand on my forehead and blessed me, and I was, like, I, the tears just started flowing, and I was, like, crying then, like, up until the end of Mass, pretty much, from then on, and, yeah, receiving the um, sacrament of communion, I was, again, very emotional. I was just, like, this is just amazing, like, it's such a hard thing to explain, like, when you're fully feeling Jesus and just, like, it's so many emotions. It was just, it yeah. was incredible. It's the, the true presence. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. out of this world. Out of this world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think it is, um, you know, those experiences of, of, like, faith or deep conviction or, you know, just, like, I mean, what it sounds like to you at this particular Mass, just, like, 
the love of God being poured out into you. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's kind of hard to articulate. <laughs> yeah. <it really>. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. And so Maddie, I want to thank you for being on with us. We'll, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll keep you, yep. We'll keep you on for, um, for a little bit longer, but we have to jump to a break quick. Um, but we are here with Maddie Bratton from the university of Mary. Um, and just talking about her, um, her journey from um, Lutheran into Catholicism and how that has um, been a big part of her life. So we'll be right back on Real Presence. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. God's blessings to you all. And as all of you out in Radio Land listen to Real Presence Radio, what a great gift it is for every one of us. As we're in the car traveling, that we learn something about our love for Jesus, something about the great gift He has given us through His holy family, which is the church. Or we also get to find something out more deeply about our own self that we come to know that we are made in God's image and likeness. And the great gift that we have is made and loved by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So continue to listen to this wonderful radio station. We need to support it in every way so that this beautiful gift of the gospel message can be spread throughout where all of this is heard and that the Holy Spirit will strengthen you all in his love. Have a wonderful day and keep listening to Real Presence Radio. Hi, I'm Father Chris Alar. If you have lost anyone to a sudden or tragic death, you can still help them. Please visit our website, suicideandhope.com, and memorialize those that you love. There is no obligation or cost. You can simply enter their first name, initials, or a nickname, and I will personally pray for them and have a Mass said each month. Please, again, visit suicideandhope.com. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. We're here uh, with Maddie Bratton, uh, uh, soon to be senior at the University of Nebraska, or <laughs> the University of Mary. Um, so we are hearing um, Nebraska her, runs deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops. <laughs> no, University of Mary. Um, and we're just hearing how the Lord has really led her uh, to Himself in His church through her college experience. Um, so Maddie, once again, thank you uh, for for joining us. And and I'd just like to um, to begin again by asking, like, can you shed more light? on how the community you were surrounded with up there um, at you, Mary, really um, led you to, to um, say yes to, to taking a look at RCIA and, and, um, and entering into the faith? Yeah. So, like I said before, Nate and his family had a big impact on kind of introducing me to the church, but, like, what kind of made me decide to do RCIA was 
definitely more so the community and just the family atmosphere at the University of Mary. So Mm -hmm. specifically, I had um, a classmate, actually, a nursing classmate. His name was Neil, and we did school. We were in, like, the same track. So I did, like, year-round campus. So I studied on campus during the summer also, and he was a part of that, too. And just the way, like, he taught me so much about the Catholic faith and just the way that he, like, spoke and walked with God. Like, he, I was just absolutely inspired by him. And he was, like, or, well, more so I was kind of, like, I, like, feel like I'm ready to, like, join this and join Mm. the community and, like, feel closer closer to God in a way that I haven't before. And he was like, yeah, like if this is like, if you feel like you're called to do this, like I can set you up. He actually um, <laughs> talked with Marianne Hofer. We were, oh. he's kind of who like set me up with it. He was like, yeah, I have a friend. Like you can talk to her and <laughs> like, she'll get you through into an RCIA class. It'll be great. It'll be awesome. And he was just so positive And like, so motivating and yeah he was just really there for me during that and I actually almost picked him to be my sponsor he ended up being the sponsor of another one of my classmates in RCIA but I did end up choosing Nate because I mean he's been the biggest yeah the biggest influence on my faith but yeah specifically Neil kind of didn't push me but he was like gave me the faith and kind of the confidence to be like yes this is the time this is it's now I gotta do it and and, uh, Maddie I know exactly what you're talking about when you say um, like like having a witness of faith as a as a Catholic college student you know Um, Mm -hmm. because in the Catholic world or in the college scene like there are so many different um, you know things that are pulling you different directions and everyone is independently trying to pursue you know like happiness so um, there is an unmatched like um authenticity and like wholeness in 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 the the catholic college student you know yeah um, there's something real there that they ha- you know oh like gosh, happiness yeah. that they have and and groundedness it sounds like like you you saw and you and you desired that yeah and it's incredible even like like so many of my classmates they would be like even if they'd see like i'm having kind of a down day or like I'm really stressed out about clinicals or school or studying, whatever. They would be like, okay, like, I can see that you're hurting. Like, you're not yourself. Like, can we pray with you? Like, and it's Mm. just like, just to see that, I'm like, I've never experienced so much, (laughs) like, unconditional love from people that I barely know. And it's like, I want that. And I want to give that to others. Like, I, yeah, it was just so inspirational. And I was, yeah, it motivated me to want to kind of jump into that and be a major part of that. <laughs> yeah, and I would say, too, um, I think, you know, college campuses are a little, typically, you know, especially public ones, are um, kind of hard to navigate, you know, especially yeah. for, for young people wanting to be invested in their faith. And um, But I think once that transition happens, you know, once once a, an 18, 19, 20 21 year old kid, you know, encounters Jesus Christ and can like, um, and, and wants to like keep pursuing him, 
that I don't think it's possible to not be genuine about it, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm sure, you know, like the community up at you, Mary is great, you know, and, um, and like it creates an atmosphere for you to like foster that. Whereas, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of kids I think aren't supported in that, in that decision or it's, it's weird, yeah. <laughs> you know, amongst their group of friends, yeah. um, you know, and I think it's like, yeah, in something I've experienced, and maybe you too, mm-hmm. Laura, that like, um, yeah, it is just very challenging to to find as great of a community as it sounds like you have found up there, Maddie. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah, well, and, and, and it was just natural too for me. Yeah. Like, it was so yeah. easy. I just yeah. fell into it. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's not I'm forced. So blessed. <laughs> And it's like the greatest gift. Yeah, that's good. Well, and yeah. yeah, like Jordan, take a look at our show today. You know, like whether it be the first um, couple that we visited with the Reiners or or Mary talking about RCIA and, and her involvement at, at it on a Newman Center, mm-hmm. at a Newman Center. And then Maddie, like, like I really think there's something to the fact that like college age is a is a place that the Lord really does pursue mm-hmm. um, his people. Yeah, I think, encounter. you know, those can be mm-hmm. the most formational years yes. of your entire life almost. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe not your entire life, but, you know, like... It's a game changer. <laughs> yeah, game I time. guess I shouldn't say that because of my maybe entire life, even 26 right now. No. So maybe no, but my entire is, life. Yeah. Yeah, but I yeah, there is something to be said about um just how hungry I think mm-hmm. you know our generation, you know, the the quote-unquote millennials, you know, that kind of get a bad rap a little bit, but I think are um are truth hungry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that not to say that everyone else isn't, but I think there is a there is a they have- discovery yeah, and they have the time on their hands too, yeah, yeah. to like find it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, any listeners out there, whether you be a parent of a college student or a sister, like um, direct them towards their Newman Center yeah. if if they be open. Because yeah. You know, and as Carol said at the beginning of our show, she's like, when I was dating Dylan, I just I kept asking the Lord for signs, even though I knew I shouldn't be like <laughs> doing that. But I am saying this right now for those of you who are kind of you know, dabbling in the Catholic faith who maybe are thinking about the Catholic church, this is your sign yes. there um, you to, you know, check it out, to check it out, to yeah. get involved in your Newman centers and your RCIA yeah. programs. Yeah. So. And Maddie, you, you know, thank you for coming on air and, and being a, a um, true um, example. Um, and I just want to open it up. If you have any, any last um, words of encouragement or advice for anyone who is a college student interested in, in learning more. Definitely. Yeah. So, it is. It's super hard. There's so many temptations that can lead you away from God in college. Like, so strong. Like, a, you just have to find the right group of people that encourage you and inspire you and bring you closer to God and to your faith. Like, you've got to find the right group of people that are going to kind of push you to become a better person. Like, if you're seeing yes. yourself changing in a way that you you know that isn't right or isn't what you think God would want, you kind of got to reevaluate and be like, is this really like what I should be doing right now? I need to, I need to switch things up and I need to find God because it's very easy to fall into those, Mm -hmm, those negative temptations. But yeah. And I would say like, yeah, the community is everything. You know, it could make or break an experience for yes. for somebody. So, Maddie, thank you for being on with us. Um, and I'm going to set it back to Therese in Fargo to preview our next show. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you so much. God bless. Yeah, so on the, our next um, show, that's Thursday, host father Craig Vosick will be coming to you live from the University of Mary in Bismarck. 
Tune in to meet the new chaplain at You Mary. Then we'll visit with Carolyn Adelman about battling an eating disorder with faith. And explore the Catholic faith through a camera lens as we chat with Jerry Anderson. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Well, great. Well, Jordan, can you believe it? We're coming to a close on our first time (laughs) as host of Real Presence Live. I know. It's crazy. I was joking with people earlier about, um, you know, like when we got an email about hosting a show and um, my, (laughs) well, one, first of all, my first reaction was like, I don't know about that. But my, I was thinking back to, you know, um, several years ago when I was in high school, my dad um, who also works for the Catholic schools. Um, he, for the, for the sports at St. Thomas More High School, he would do a lot of the play-by-plays for some of the stuff on the radio. And so <laughs> I, uh, I was kind of joking with people that it's going to start to run in the family. It's here in your blood. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. We'll yeah, see well, about that. Maybe we'll bring uh, Steve Miller on one of these times. He would be something. <laughs> yeah, he sure. is. Yeah. No, for he's sure. good. We'll see some true banter between the Millers. <laughs> no, well, guys, thank you so much for joining us on air. It's been a beautiful way to start off our morning. Um, so, yes, uh, I hope you all have a blessed day um wednesday it's the last wednesday of the month so pursue it wow. here we go august that's wow. crazy yeah so um to all of our listeners out there uh godspeed to you this the, for the rest of the week and uh we hope that you're soaking up all the last moments of summer here um and letting yeah. the lord pursue you yeah yes yeah. so yes without further ado i'm laura hawk here with jordan miller um, we will be signing off um, from our co-hosting here at the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Rapid City. God bless. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.